This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Bob Saget passed away on the weekend. We know a little bit more about his final days. It, it sounds like this was very sudden and a, a shock to people close to Bob. His touring partner, Mike Young, said that Bob seemed great before his death. He said everyone was absolutely blindsided. He was out currently on a, a stand-up comedy tour. He had just performed on Saturday night, and he did talk to his wife, Kelly, according to sources, on the day he died. He was in a great mood. He was excited, thought the, the show went great on Saturday, and he was, he was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like, uh, like it was a natural causes from, from what we know so far, because your stomach sinks. Anytime you read that a celebrity has died in a hotel room, your 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 brain obviously goes to dark places. Yeah. So as sad as it still is, I, I am relieved that this this appears to be a natural thing. They did find some medication in in the room, but it was all basic stuff like ibuprofen, antacid, antihistamines. So just stuff you'd have in your shaving kit, right? Mm-hmm. In case you needed it while you're touring. The 911 call from the hotel has been released. I don't think we need to play that. Yeah, self-explanatory, I think. Jody Sweeten, who played Stephanie Tanner on Full House, put out a uh, tribute to Bob yesterday. Called him the best TV dad ever. She also promised to tell an inappropriate joke at his funeral because that's what he would have wanted. 100%. How many aristocrat punchlines are there going to be? Oh, you know, that's a bit much for a, for a funeral. Even the aristocrats. Yeah. Bob liked a dirty joke, but even that one might be a little mm-hmm. too far. <laughs> uh, this is kind of eerie. Just last week, this has got to be one of Bob Saget's final interviews. He was on a podcast called A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan. And he was talking about how he had COVID-19 and it wasn't a good experience for him. It is not good. It does not feel good. I had it. I don't know if I had Delta or I might have had a combo. Maybe at one point they were working together. I don't know. I think at one point Omicron was opening for Delta, but then Omicron (laughs) got so big, Delta's opening now. It's pretty funny. (laughs) He sounds okay. It's wild, eh? This is the thing that freaks you out. He's in a great mood. He's feeling fine. Everything seems normal. And just the realization that life is so fragile and you could just suddenly go. Mm -hmm. Right? Live it up when you can. Here's more of Bob Saget in that interview talking about uh, COVID. I'm going to entertain that audience to the best of my ability for what's there, for whatever's there. So if it's half full... I go, wow, that's disappointing. And then all of a sudden, 200 more people show up because they decide at the last minute, what the hell? When are we going to see Bob? You know, he might die from COVID. Let's go see him. (laughs) That's kind of an eerie statement there, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, if you died, to, you talk about death all the time. <laughs> it's a common, yeah. especially among I, comedians. I, I, I'm a hypochondriac, so I've mentioned the fact that I might have every single disease. <laughs> Twice this morning. At some point, you'll be able to yeah. dig up whatever I do die of. I've predicted it at some yeah. point in my life. And I'll be like, eerie. Oh, man. <laughs> Taz but said, it, hot yeah. air balloon accident. <laughs> He you predicted it. Hot air balloon into the into the the windmill. You know that's how he knew he was going to go. Again, we don't know the cause of Bob Saget's death yet. They are saying natural causes, but we don't know exactly 
what caused his death. Uh, the the autopsy results have not been made public at this point. Um, so, you know, we're not saying he died of COVID, but, um, you know, just just weird that he was on a podcast last week talking about dying. Right. Mm-hmm. You can join the show anytime by calling one eight three three Taz Jim. That's one eight three three eight two nine six five four six. Doesn't have to be anything major. Maybe you just want to get our opinion on something, and that's what uh, this listener here would like. You've got a bit of an issue, and you want us to weigh in. Go ahead. Okay. You guys order Chinese food. I haven't ordered Chinese food in probably like four or five years. I've gone to the mall and got it in there, but I've never ordered. So anyways, on the weekend, I ordered I ordered chicken balls, some deep-fried wonton, an egg roll, a spring roll. 20 bucks, no big deal. So deep-fried wonton is supposed to have a little piece of beef or something in the middle of it, right? Yeah. So anyways, I'm dipping away and eating away, and I'm like, I break one open, and there's nothing inside it. I'm like, oh, maybe it was just that one. So I go to the next one, same thing. Well, there was no beef inside. They had it all folded. It looked like there was something in there, but there was nothing. So I thought, well, no big deal. I open up my chicken balls. Now, when I was a kid, me, my sister, my mom, and dad, whenever we ordered Chinese, it was 12 chicken balls, and they would be split evenly, three each. Or if there was three <laughs> of us, it would be four each, right? Yeah, so you'd I, always try to sneak an extra ball, though, if you could, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And I usually got it. So that's, anyway, that's cool. I open up the box, and I, I, I eat two. And I'm looking, and I'm like, there's only eight left in this box. They only gave me freaking ten. They burned me. So I called back, and I said, listen, you guys made a mistake. First of all, your wonton doesn't have any beef inside. Oh, yeah, 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 it does, it does. I'm like, no, I've just got an order. It doesn't. But that's not the big point. You guys shorted me two chicken balls. No, uh, no, no, no. I said, yeah, there's only 10 in the box. Oh, there's always been 10. I'm like, no, no, no. So I went through the story about how it used to be, yada, yada. <laughs> well, I look at the box, and the box even looks smaller. He says, well, I've been here for 10 years, and there's always been 10 in the box. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, there's been 12. I'm not stupid. Well, I didn't argue with this guy on the phone. He ended up hanging up on me, so I just kind of let it go. But how many chicken balls did there used to be in an order of chicken balls? You guys must know. There must be listeners out there who have the same beef I do. When you order... Well, hold on. You don't have beef. You don't have beef. You've got empty wontons. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was another... That just kind of irked me the wrong way because there used to be a nice... I I can't tell you how many chicken balls come standard with an order of chicken balls. That's not my area of expertise, but maybe someone out there can uh, let us know the answer. How many chicken balls are supposed to come in an order of chicken balls? I just want to know when it changed when I wasn't looking because for about three years, I didn't order Chinese food. I'd go into the mall and I'd get like a three item to go and I, you know, whatever. But to order a whole box, and the box just looks smaller to me. I'm like, they shrunk the box about an inch so they can take... Is there any chance that you're just getting bigger? No, that's beside the point, man. That's way beside the point. Maybe, maybe two less chicken balls isn't the worst idea for you. <laughs> oh man, that's a dig. But it's kind of like it's kind of like with bacon. Bacon used to be four hundred fifty yeah. grams, a pound of bacon, huh? five ninety nine. And then I remember going to the everything cereal boxes. It all seems to be shrinking. No, but the the, the packages aren't shrinking. It's the how they screw you. They want to keep the price the same because if they raise the price, people won't buy it. So they keep the price the same, and they take out three strips of bacon, and they cover it with cardboard. Yeah. The same with cheese, like block cheese. used to be 500 grams. I remember picking it up one day going, 
400 grams. What the hell is it? Okay, now we're getting we're getting away from the the question, which is how many chicken balls are in an order. Okay, let's let's get some feedback here and go to the phones. 100%. I will go back and tell the guy that Jim and Taz and all their listeners say there used to be 12 chicken balls in an order and when did it change? Welcome back to the Taz and Jim radio program where we take a hard look at the issues affecting our lives on a daily basis. Today, how many chicken balls should come standard in an order of chicken balls? <laughs> tick, 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 tick. I'm doing the 60 minutes thing. That's yeah. how important we are. <laughs> Morley Safer has more. <laughs> we, uh, we got a call from a guy who he was ticked off. He ordered some Chinese food. He says when he's a kid, there was 12 chicken balls in an order. And they only gave him 10 chicken balls. He called to complain, but the guy hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so we've asked the Taz and Jim listeners how many chicken balls uh, should come standard in an order, and people are saying it depends. Yeah. It depends what the restaurant says. Like, uh, what's the menu say? I have looked at a couple menus here, Jim, done our research. A lot of places do not specify the number of balls that they will deliver, which is kind of their loophole, right? Yeah, yeah. You go to McDonald's, it's a six-pack of McNuggets. It says right on the menu. Yeah, but it if just you says just, order of chicken balls. You just generalize the the chicken balls, and then nobody can say you didn't give them enough. Well, mm-hmm. we never told you we were giving you 12. Does it matter the number? I mean, I want overall weight. You want bigger balls. Yeah, yeah. Eat your quality ball over quantity ball guy. <laughs> it's, not, it's not not the act of picking up a new ball and trying it that I get. I just want the same amount of food. So yeah. I don't think that a number of balls means anything. You want bigger, meatier balls. You know, you know me. Uh huh. You don't need balls all over, all, like surrounding you. No, no, no. Two giant ones. That's <laughs> Would all. Would do just fine. Yeah. Quality, quality balls. Uh, it's kind of like the chicken wing thing. Some restaurants you go in, you, you order a pound of chicken wings. It comes out. You're like, really? This is, this is it. Then you go to another place, you order a pound of chicken wings hmm. and it's, it's massive right on the plate. It, I do like some people will bring a scale, a little scale <laughs> into the restaurant. Yeah, Have you yeah. seen this on, on social media and they'll post videos like I ordered a 10 ounce steak. I just weighed my steak it's four ounces. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know that it does lose some ounces during the cooking process, but there's still blah, blah, blah. This yeah, is ridiculous. I, yeah. Try that at your local Chinese food place. See what happens. <laughs> They'll probably hang up on you right away as well. Excuse me. I just got my order of chicken balls, and when I put them on the scale... Hello? <laughs> Once again. Here we go. Uh, if your New Year's resolution was to eat more salad, you may want to put that fork down. <laughs> Till after you hear this story. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, it happens, I think, once a year, but select real Canadian superstores, Fortino's, Loblaws, Value Mart, your independent grocers, Zares, No Frills, Wholesale Club, Shockers, Shoppers Drug Mart. Shockers uh, Drug Mart? Shocker. What's that? <laughs> uh, they've all been affected by the PC salad recall. So that is the President's Choice brand. This is the Loblaw companies that's putting this out here. They've removed all the products from their shelves, but there may be some in your fridges right now. Check it out. That's the PC Salad. Also Dole salad. Also Dole, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Dole, Dole and PC. And PC. Um, there's a full list because there's a number of products. The, they look like the salad in the bag, 
You know, the lazy the lazy alternative to making your own salad where you buy the bag, yeah. lettuce is already cleaned and cut up. Yeah. Most of the products look like those salad bags, and we've posted um, the article with all the different products. You can find that on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you might have some of this Dole or PC salad in your fridge right now. It just happens so often. I don't know exactly what the cause is, but I don't trust those bags that these salads come in. There's always, a lot of times there's two air holes at the top of them. Mm. I like the plastic, maybe it's more wasteful, but the plastic the ones with the spinach and the spring mix comes in. Yeah, the tub of salad. Yeah, and it's like uh, sealed tight. You think the bag is introducing the listeria? I don't know. I'm just trying to find whatever the common denominator is. I think it's <laughs> letting in something at the fact. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, this keeps happening. Why can't we stop it? Let's change the packaging or something. What happens if you if you get listeria? It's like uh, just like a the poop stomach, yeah, like a bug. I think as right. far as I know, but I think it can be deadly. Like it's not just like a better the flu, like an average better the flu. It's like some people take it really hard and can die. Okay, well, check it out. See if you have any of these salads in your fridge. Yeah, it, it seems like anytime you try to change up your habits, try to start eating healthy. There's one of these stories. About salads getting recalled. You know what never gets recalled? Doritos. (laughs) When's the last time we heard about a Dorito recall, Jim? That's a bag I trust. Big kudos and congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs football team. They won the 2022 CFP National Championship last night over Alabama. First win for that organization since 1980. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. National champions at long last. Yeah, they haven't won since 1980. What's that, 10 years? 10 years ago? (laughs) Yeah, 15 or so. (laughs) It's crazy when you do the math. That's not. You hear they haven't won in in 31 years and you're like, oh man, they haven't won since like the 50s. Wait a second. Wait, I'm ancient. 1980. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that would be 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's best not to dwell on it, Taz. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, other football stories. Uh, Antonio Brown. Do you see who he's hanging out with? Antonio Brown, if, if you're not familiar, he's a wide receiver. He's had issues with, uh, with his coaching staffs in the past. Uh, there was something that happened on the sidelines a couple weeks ago. He's playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He just stripped down his gear, uh, did some jumping jacks, waved goodbye to the fans, left the field, got in an Uber. The game's still going on mm-hmm. at this point. And the he, Uber driver's listening to the game. <laughs> right. He left. Uh, and after that, he was no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So mm-hmm. he, he's out of work right now, but uh, he's he's found a friend in Kanye West. Oh, Con- really? Kanye and Antonio Brown spotted hanging out together this huh. week. Yeah, they both had a rough couple months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kanye was dumped. His, his, his old uh, ex-wife has moved on. I, I, I could see him needing some commiseration. Yeah, a little bromance going on right yeah. now. Hey, who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? You got the wild card weekend coming up, playoff time. If you put your money on the Green Bay Packers, you're going with the favorite. Really? Plus 375. So if you bet 10 bucks, you'd win 47.50 total on the Green Bay That's Packers. That's not a bad uh, 
not a bad odds, you know? I take that bet. You gotta you gotta do it now though. You can't yeah, wait yeah. for to win some more games, Jim, or that's going down. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs are number two with plus four twenty-five. Uh, we should both place a bet because our teams are tied at number three. Yeah, I'll put some money down on that one for sure. You got the Buffalo Bills plus seven fifty. So if you bet ten, you win eighty five. I'm putting a hundred. Very nice. You never know. I'll do the same. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, are the same. Plus seven fifty. Ten bucks wins you eighty five. Do you have an app on your phone, Taz? Have you downloaded that new Canadian one that's like single game betting? I forget. No, what it's have called. you done it? No, I think I, I don't have any betting apps but right the, now, probably for the best, but I think This I, isn't single game betting because you're betting for the rest for of the, the rest, season. Yeah, but I think that same app works for this too. I do know a guy who's in Las Vegas right now, though. Oh, do you trust him? <laughs> you, you can't fake it yeah you can't fake it hey put uh put uh $600 on 17 on the roulette table ah uh, yeah I did and you lost uh, you owe me 600 bucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I think we know who wins the football games right sure so, but di- even if your team loses did he put that money down on that team knowing that they will likely lose and then he just hedged his bets right we, he needs to show us the tickets yeah. He'll, he'll get tickets from a sports book. If you okay. want to do it, we can make yeah, it happen. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. 100 bucks. I'll put 100 on the bucks. You put 100 on the bills, and we'll see what happens. The rest of the list here uh, number five Titans, Rams, Cowboys, Bengals, Patriots, Cardinals, and 49ers are both tied at number 10. Vegas Raiders, Eagles, and the slightest chance of winning the NFL playoffs. The Pittsburgh Steelers, but look at this payout. You bet ten bucks on the Steelers. If they end up winning, you're getting six hundred and seventy. So if ben, you like Ben Roethlisberger's last kick at the can, a miracle could happen. You his never know. Swan song. If you like the long shot, there it is. You ready for next Monday, kids? Oh, back to school, back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. <laughs> It looks like the kids are going to be going back on Monday, Jim. Yeah, expected. That's originally what they said. I mean, I, I thought it was going to last a little longer and they were going to extend it like they've extended everything, but um, I think it's good news. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's so pessimistic about this whole <laughs> COVID thing. When someone says two weeks, they mean two weeks. <laughs> hey, why, why are you guys being so negative about this whole pandemic thing? Can't you trust our politicians? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Doug Ford has confirmed that Monday will be back to school date. They said they uh, they needed two weeks to prepare classrooms, teachers, make sure that uh, that everyone in the school uh, working had uh, the the proper masks, the N95 masks, installing HEPA filters. Great time to be a HEPA filter salesperson, I'll Big tell you. Big time. A couple people. Plexiglass salesmen also crushing it. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know what's funny, though? They said they're going to take those down from classrooms because it prevents um, the airflow from moving. It's actually counterproductive. Where do they have them? I don't... I haven't been... My, my son has been going to elementary school for two years now, and I have not seen the inside of his classroom. Hmm. because we're not allowed in the school. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there is any plexiglass up in my kid's classroom. Yeah, I don't know if it's everywhere. I don't know if it was part of a mandate and that like every class needed to have those to go back, but I know some do. And I know you're like in a group of four max or something like that, and then there's plexiglass between everybody else. But yeah, I guess it's counterproductive because the, the ventilation system doesn't work properly if the airflow's not moving. 
I have seen a bunch of restaurants started taking the stuff down when we thought we were in the clear there for a bit. <laughs> they take it down. They get shut down. I, will they have to put it back up? I don't know. At least they already have the plexiglass. Hopefully they didn't throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, you never throw a good plexiglass. No, that stuff's like gold right now. Um, so Monday, remote learning ends and in-person learning is back. Uh, just over 86% of children aged 12 to 17 have had one dose of the vaccine. 82.6% have received two. So that's, that's quite a few. I know the, uh, the younger kids um, may not have both their, their shots yet. And they talked for a, a little bit about the possibility of reopening the high schools before the elementary schools. But as it stands right now, and I'm sure there's no chance this will change because when, when the government says something, it always happens <laughs> as planned when it comes to COVID. School will be back in session on Monday. More flurries possible. Looks like we could see flurries next couple days. So more snow on the way if you're a fan of shoveling or if your wife is a fan of shoveling. But if your wife is a fan of shoveling, don't post a video of her shoveling snow on social media unless you want to get canceled. Good Lord, is this guy ever dealing with it? There's this Manitoban politician. He's the Minister of Economic Development and Jobs. His name is John Reyes. And he posted a photo of his wife. Uh, you know, it looks like it's, you know, mid-morning or something like that. And she's shoveling the laneway. A lot of snow. It is, it is Manitoba after all. And he uh, tweets out the picture. Even after a 12-hour night shift at the hospital last night, my wife still has the energy to shovel the driveway. God bless her and all our frontliners. Time to make her some breakfast. Pray hands or whatever you, whatever you call that emoji. Thank you. The thank you emoji. Sure, okay. Yeah. And people are jumping down. It's like, how dare you? Wait. Wait, your wife just pulled a 12-hour shift and now she's shoveling while you're inside? I, I kind of get it, but he also has a job. It's relatively important. Uh-huh. And, and she went online after and also said, I didn't ask him. I went out and did it after him. It was my own choice. I did it. But I'm just shocked how many people, and especially how many women on Twitter, are jumping down this guy's throat for allowing his wife to shovel the lane. Like, aren't we in 2021? Can the guy... Like, did the guy have to shovel the laneway every time? Yeah. Like, I do. I, I don't mind doing it. But if a woman decides, I'm going to shovel the laneway today. I'm scared to say anything, Jim. I, I don't know. I, I don't think you can say anything that's not going to get people upset on this topic. Well, get upset then, you, losers. You could, say, you could say equality. What happened to equality? Like, this guy is treating his wife... As a complete equal, she can shovel, he can shovel, whoever shovels, shovels. Yeah. And I think, and there's like so many people on Twitter thinking they're owning him by saying, shouldn't she be cooking you the breakfast and you be shoveling? How is, what? And I bet you many of these people fancy themselves quite the progressive. But they, you know, but they see this and they can't help but jump down a guy's throat for no reason. If he had posted a video of his wife making him breakfast and tweeted, just got in from shoveling. Thank goodness my wife was in the kitchen making me breakfast while I was out there. He'd probably get the same reaction. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Like, to, to counter my argument a little bit, Taz, he was also up at 2.45 a.m. tweeting about the International Tennis Tournament going on in Australia. So, he is, <laughs> you know, he may have had some time yeah, to uh -huh. do it himself. Uh -huh. But still, 
It just it, it bothers me how it, even now people think that they're like winning an argument by saying that the guy should be out there. I uh, I have a neighbor and I won't mention him by name because I I know what a what a hot button topic this is and I don't want to get him into trouble. His wife, eight months pregnant, mm-hmm. saw her shoveling the driveway the other day. Good honor. She's awesome. Yes. It's like you see that, you should be saying, hey, look at her getting some exercise and doing some work. Not, where's her damn husband? Well, I do say that to my neighbor. I'm like, how do you, what's your secret? (laughs) (laughs) How do you get away with that? That is incredible. Yeah, yeah. She mows the lawn. She does all the the trimming with the the whippersnipper. Hey, Hey, it's great exercise, fresh air. Yeah. Get her done. I want to see you peacock. Yeah, it's time for sports. We're talking Arizona Coyotes with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. You think it's time for the Coyotes to pack her up, hop in the station wagon, and head north? Yeah, Gary Bettman has uh, tried to do everything he can to keep this uh, team in Arizona. Arizona is a good uh, TV market. I get it. Uh, but they are going to have to move uh, and leave where they are right now. They're in the Phoenix area right now. So they've been looking at alternate sites within Arizona for where they can go. They were hoping to move to uh, Tempe uh, City uh, Council area. Uh, but the council there has apparently not been that enthusiastic about their plan uh, to build a $1.7 billion arena and entertainment district, similar to what the kind of the Detroit Red Wings have done in Detroit where they built this uh, arena but then this whole district around it. That's what a lot of people are trying to do in, in sports these days. It's a good idea but Tempe's not into it and so if Tempe's not into it and Phoenix isn't into it, they've you know been in the Glendale area for a long time. Where are you going to go in Arizona? I think the time has come to pull the plug on Arizona and come on up to Quebec City. Quebec, you think that would happen? They have an arena. You've got a uh, market that is eager for hockey. There's not all that many more places within Canada that I would go. I think there is another uh, spot for a team in you know southern Ontario. At one point, we were talking Hamilton. Some people have always said you know Toronto could support two teams. However, that shakes out. Maybe that could work at some point. I mean, New York has the Rangers. They've got the Islanders. They've got got the Devils. Yes, it's New Jersey, but still. So if New York can support that, I think the Toronto Southern Ontario area could do it. But if you don't want to go to Ontario, fine. Quebec City's had a team before. I think they could have a team again. Sticking with the NHL, a team sniffing around Evander Kane. There's rumors that he may be signed with, a, with another team soon. Yeah, Evander Kane has uh, cleared waivers. Uh, The NHLPA has apparently filed a grievance over the San Jose Sharks terminating his contract. It was terminated for breach of NHL standard player uh, contract in violation of AHL COVID-19 protocols. So we'll see where that goes. But for the uh, time being, there is no doubt about the fact he is no longer a member of the San Jose Sharks. And there are a lot of NHL insiders who believe that he could be with the new team within a week. He's a talented guy. There is no doubt about that. And teams are always looking for talent and they're willing to uh, take a chance on talent that maybe he'll turn it around with them. So I would not be surprised that uh, Evander Kane may find a new team, possibly in as little as a week. Do you want to bet on it? Because Evander Kane does. (laughs) (laughs) 
Vegas? Is that where he's going, you think? <laughs> oh, boy. He's got a couple of places to crash there already, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome familiar. back, Mr. Kane. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. <laughs> Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit is still alive. Good news for most. And convicted murderer and real estate magnet, Robert Durst is dead. <laughs> For most. <laughs> you okay with that one, Jim? I'm fine with it. Yeah, this this Durst guy, uh, convicted for murder. He was accused of multiple murders and super rich. Like, it comes from a, one of these families, you know? Sure. Great-grandfather made a ton of money, and, and uh, he had everything he wanted his whole life. And uh, he was accused of murdering two women. They did a documentary about him, HBO documentary called The Jinx, came out in 2015. And while they were filming the documentary with this Robert Durst character, he said, I need a break to use the washroom. Now, when he was in the washroom, he didn't realize his little microphone was still on. (laughs) And the sound technicians were recording everything he was saying. And he started talking to himself while he was on the toilet. It's crazy listening back to this. Um, And it's kind of gross too. I'm going to warn you because again, this guy confesses to murder basically while he's sitting on the toilet. We did not add any sound effects into this audio. (laughs) This is all as it happened. Robert Durst on the toilet confessing to murder. There it is. You're caught. You said, there it is. You're caught, if you can't make that out. (laughs) (laughs) Is that in the the documentary? (laughs) That is... That's is he on the toilet? He's on the toilet. At, I always pictured him standing at a urinal. I don't, I don't know what the place where this interview took place is. So maybe there isn't a urinal. Which it sounds to me like he's sitting on the toilet, Jim. Let's listen again, and, and you see if you're hearing the same thing I'm hearing. There it is. There's corn. Either he's on the toilet or he's uh, at a urinal with his pants around his ankle and there's a sink full of water behind him. Hope he's on the toilet. Oh my god. You didn't edit that? What did you do? I killed them all, of course, is what he says there. And no, like I did not put any of those noises into that audio. That yeah. is, that is actually... That would have stuck out more when I first heard him. I guess him murdering or co- confessing to a murder was enough to distract me. Yeah. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> I think you'd quickly forget how embarrassed you should be that your your bowel movement was caught on audio tape because you're being handcuffed and put into (laughs) prison for the rest of your life. Yeah, you come out of the bathroom, hey, we heard you confess to a murder. Uh, What else did you hear? (laughs) 
Robert Durst is dead at age 78. Fred Durst, alive and well. Devin Peacock. I want to see you, Peacock. Sports time with Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Dev, the NFL. Heads were rolling. Black Monday. Coaches, front office people, everyone getting fired on Monday. Yeah, there are a lot of teams uh, looking for uh, new head coaches. So I'm going to include Urban Meyer with this, even though he was not fired on Monday. He uh, got an early start to his firing a couple weeks ago. Uh, But there are currently six openings in the NFL for head coaches. So we had five firings in total on uh, on Black Monday, so-called Black Monday. Although uh, the Denver Broncos also got a bit of a head start. They played on Saturday. They fired their head coach on Sunday. Regardless, the Chicago Bears. (laughs) Denver Broncos, Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, and Minnesota Vikings are all teams who are looking for new head coaches. Now, the Vegas uh, Raiders, of course, are in the playoffs right now with their interim head coach, Rich Basakia. So it's possible maybe he keeps his job. Maybe he is his replacement, but they haven't said yet he's an interim head coach. We'll include him and the Raiders on the teams looking for a new head coach. The Bears, Giants, and Vikings also looking for a new GM. Uh, Lots of job openings. If there's one that kind of surprised me, from yesterday, it was Miami. Brian Flores getting the boot after only three seasons. He's had two winning years back-to-back. Now, they haven't made the playoffs, really, but still, with how bad Miami has been for you know basically two decades, to have two winning seasons back-to-back, to me, is, is pretty good. The issue there is apparently a power struggle with management, so it's not a performance issue. It's more of a power struggle issue, which is unfortunate because he was doing some good things for the Dolphins. Well, polish up those resumes, boys. <laughs> Sounds like the odds are pretty good that we can get a head coaching job. Well, you know, it's it's interesting uh, because you've got a guy like uh, Matt Nagy who maybe was a bit in over his head with the Bears. That, I think, is a, a good job to be had. Uh, Jacksonville with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think there's some appeal to that job. There's some good jobs out there. The Vikings aren't, you know, in complete disarray. The Raiders, if they do, in fact, look for a new head coach, they are in the playoffs right now. That should be a job a lot of people would want. I think there's a lot of really attractive jobs in the NFL right now. We have a scam alert for everyone we don't like our listeners being taken advantage of. So anytime we see something like this, we we pass it on to you so you have the knowledge. You don't become a mark. You don't fall for it. A sucker. The worst is when when people are targeted and they're they're taken advantage of because they're generous, caring people. Yeah, yeah. If somebody gets taken advantage of, if it's like they're in a, some sort of pyramid scheme or something and they're all being taken advantage of, I got no problem with it. But when you're what? trying to... <laughs> no, you mean... I mean, like, it's if not you're in as a dogfighting ring, you know what I mean? If you're doing something sketchy... and then like, If you're a bad person, we're happy you get taken <laughs> yeah, advantage yeah. of. But if you're a good person... you're going out of your way to help somebody and then you still get scammed, that's what I don't like. London, Ontario. Police are warning the public about a taxi fare scam. So this is how it works. They've had reports that there's a person standing near a vehicle that looks like a taxi. Um, they will come up to uh, the, the, the mark and they will say, hey, this taxi, because of COVID-19, won't take cash. 
Um, I'll repay you in cash, but can you pay for my taxi with your debit card? Victim is then given a debit machine to pay the fare. Um, victims later learn that large sums of money are stolen or removed from their accounts and the debit card that they get back is not theirs. It's a lookalike. The old switcheroo happens. Yeah. Suspects, male, aged 18 to 20, wearing a puffy jacket, Timberland boots, black hat. Second suspect, around 40 years old, all black clothing, black hat, wearing a medical mask. Four-door sedan with a taxi sign on the roof, believed to be a 2014 silver Nissan Altima Hmm. is what cops are looking for. Guess how much money they have apparently uh, stolen with this scam. All people put together? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, 15 grand? 100 grand. Wow. You know what? If you were ever suspicious that you might be in this situation, like somebody approaches you, just go... What's your name? Yeah, if you just show me your license, I'll take a picture of your license. And if something, you know, I know I trust you, but in case something sketchy happens, yeah. you know, at least I have this. And then take a picture of the license plate. Because then you can just gauge their reaction. I still wouldn't give them the money, but it'd be funny just to gauge their reaction. And they know they would try to get out of it, right? Unless they have multiple identifications. I mean, if they got a glove box full of fake debit cards, they might have some fake ideas. They as well. may have a fake license, true, but it's... Uh, if you take a picture of the license as well, at least you got something. Yeah, you it's got, more about seeing their reaction. You got to throw them off their game, right? Yeah, yeah. Switch it up a little bit. Because they're like, oh, yeah, never mind. It's not a big deal. You'd be like, okay, 911. The cops over here. This sucks for anyone who, who actually needs help paying for a taxi ride, right? Yeah, I got advice for you. <laughs> Download Uber. <laughs> yeah. $100,000 stolen in this taxi fare scam. Be on the lookout. It looks like the kids are going back to school. Remote learning will end at the end of this week. And Monday, the 17th, kids back in the classrooms. They've taken the the time to hook up the teachers and the staff with the proper safety gear, N95 masks, HEPA filters, all that good stuff. And Ford has listened to a lot of doctors across the province who have been pushing for kids to return to school. And it looks like they are sticking to the, uh, the timeline. Monday, kids are going back. Got a, uh, a text message here, Jim, from one of our listeners. Says, guys, if the kids are going back to school next week, does that mean the gyms or restaurants are going to get to open? Any word on that? As of right now, uh, nothing has changed there. It won't be until the following week if, if you stick to the schedule that was laid out by uh, the Ontario government. The following week, restaurants and bars will be able to open again with gyms, etc. But uh, they haven't said that they are changing that as far as we know. Okay. Understra- understand the frustration there. Yeah, yeah. Sucks specifically for gyms. Obviously, we all want to get in shape, and it's you know part of staying in shape for for COVID. But January is the big month, like the only it's the month. Boom. You know, right. it's like it's like how some stores are only stay afloat because of Christmas season. It's you like know? if they told Spirit Halloween, yeah, you guys can open and operate your costume store, but only in March. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Thank you. <laughs> or any month but October. Yeah, oh, we, great. we are not going to allow you to sell costumes in October. Uh, January, definitely a big gym month. So I'm, sure that, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have signed up, right? Still. Still. Yeah. 
and they're just waiting to get her going. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we can get things back to normal a little quicker if we all start drinking our own pee. Huh? Uh, the newest anti-vax advice is that you should do urine therapy. You heard of this? I've, like, is this Bear Grylls <laughs> School of Anti-Vax, or what is this? <laughs> this is a prominent anti-vaxer named Christopher Key, and he is he claims the vaccine is a bioweapon. You shouldn't take it. Um, the latest advice is don't get a booster shot. Instead, you should start drinking your own urine. I've been practicing this for 20 years. The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. A lot of you, this sounds crazy. This has been around for centuries. We've got documented, published papers on urine. We do. We have this. We do? Do we have this? Do you have to drink your own urine? Can it be anybody's urine? I I think it's your own. I've heard of urine therapy. There's some uh, mixed martial artists who uh, have been drinking their own urine for a while. They say there's benefits to, to doing that. I mean, you never know. I don't know. I've heard of like fecal therapy where if you reintroduce certain bioorganisms that are in your feces back to your gut, it helps everything. So maybe there is like a recycling property here that might help your health. I don't know. Doesn't sound right though. (laughs) You drink it right from the source. Or just like a fountain? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like the water fountain. (laughs) You know, in the morning you get out of bed and... yeah. You got to get rid of it somehow. I mean, <laughs> again, this is not medical advice from a doctor. Uh, we do not advise you try this without speaking to your your physician. Sure, sure. But in a world where salad can give you listeria, maybe, maybe it is the answer. Cure COVID. Maybe, maybe pee is <laughs> is the answer we've been looking for. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.